Good morning, I'm Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Well, being that we are a radio station, we are so pleased to welcome Miss April Peters to our program. She is an actress, model, singer, and teacher. April, welcome to the program, and we're looking forward to hear your thoughts about leadership, but also to talk about your very inspiring music. And you have a new album coming out called uh, Trans Music with a single called Turn It Up, which we'll get a listen to a little bit later. But welcome to the program. Thank you, Daryl. I'm really excited about being here, and I appreciate you welcoming me to the studio. Uh, excellent. Uh, you know, for the benefit of our listeners, uh, please share with our audience the highlights of your education, background, everything that you've been doing. Okay. Um, well, I am uh, a graduate of Lincoln University in Pennsylvania, the first HBCU or historically black college in the nation. Very proud of that history. And I went on to obtain my master's degree at Middlebury College um, in France. I did a year abroad in Paris where I studied at uh, La Sorbonne as well as Advancia, uh, at, which at the time was a school for the Chamber of Commerce and Industry. And um, I uh, also have a certification in business French as well. So um, I love languages and uh, went on to pursue my studies in that area. That is awesome. And we have met because in the spirit of full disclosure, you are my daughter's French teacher. I tutor, yes, tutor. I am. Yes. Tutor, yes, Tutors are you. teachers too. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, and I, I love doing that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, I came home one day, and my wife and daughter said, "Oh, you got to listen to this," and they played one of your songs, and I just said, "Wow, is that? It's not Jill Scott. Um, it's not Erica Badu, but it's different. <laughs> but it's good." And then she, they told me all about you, and that's why I, I thought it was so great to have you on our mm -hmm. program. But I was also very moved by your your, your bio mm -hmm. in regards to the trip that you did to West Africa, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. But tell us about Early Bloomer. What is that song all about? How did it come about? Well, Early Bloomer is the title track to my first EP, Early Bloomer. And uh, that came about with, with me uh, thinking about my life, thinking about my past, and realizing that um, I was someone that was growing up at the time as a young person, always being called grown, um, wise beyond my years, uh, maybe knowing too much for someone of my age at that time, and simply because of the experiences that I had, um, and namely uh, that experience is growing up in a home uh, marred by domestic violence. Um, although I was not aware of that at the time when I was a child, I wasn't aware of what was going on. Um, I was being scarred by it unknowingly. And much of this revelation didn't come, obviously, until after um, my mother uh, got out of that situation and, and, and we were, we were um, free, you would say, or uh, free of that um, horrible abuse. And um, then it came to my knowledge what was really going on in the house, what, what my mom had been suffering, and how it affected me as a child, as her daughter. Um, so that's what Early Bloomer is about. It's, it's about that story. I'm telling the story of that. And I'm also telling the story of, you know, being grown and a little too grown 
and ending up on on calls even um, with my father um, counseling and, and talking at seven years old, as young as seven years old, saying to him uh, what is or isn't acceptable in a relationship. Abuse is not acceptable. Or yes, we can forgive you, but it doesn't mean that mom has to come back. Those kinds of things, a seven-year-old, yeah. So um, in reflection and looking back on my life, I realized, you know, uh, I didn't know it, but I was dealing with issues and speaking out about issues, even from that young age, um, boldly. And so I decided to write a song about it because I felt like there are probably a lot of young people, a lot of children who are experiencing the same thing and realizing that they too are a little too big for their britches, so to speak. Um, and so it's, although it's a song about my story and chronicling that past, it's also a warning uh, to hold on to as much of your childhood as you can. Because yes, you know, it's good to be mature and to grow up, but you wanna make sure that you're experiencing the joy, you know, of being a child and living life. So that's where Early Bloomer comes from. Wow, that is huge. Would you mind playing a little bit for us? Certainly. So that, uh, especially in today's time with the emphasis that domestic violence is now receiving. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's just very, very timely. Uh, I have a very close family member that was recently abused. And, mm. and, and she's, taken, she's taken action. And uh, I was very happy to hear that she feels strong enough to take action mm. against that individual. Mm -hmm. And I think the more folks that speak up, stand up, and mm -hmm. for this, we, we can get this under control. I wish her the best as well. Mm -hmm. And this is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, October. So this is mm -hmm. a, a great time to really bring awareness to the situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. reception mm -hmm. um, when I released uh, this this entire album mm -hmm. um, not just a positive reception to early bloomer but, but to, the to the entire EP and mm -hmm. to the song especially um, one song I can say always comes up in conversation mm -hmm. is daddy laddie let's talk about daddy laddie mm -hmm. um, what is daddy laddie all about Daddy Laddie starts to get a little bit more personal mm -hmm. and uh, really connects uh, directly with my relationship with my with my father. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And 
not so much when I was writing it, not so much from the past, but the more of the present um, is in that song. And um, talking about, yes, my mom's experience, but how um, I also had my own experiences in terms of relationship with him um, as his daughter, you know, understanding, you know, as an adult where I may have lost, mm-hmm. um, where I may have suffered. And, um, and actually Daddy Laddie, um, it's a song, it's very interesting, interestingly written because I wrote the song kind of upbeat, um, mm-hmm. kind of with kind of Irish folklore, really? kind of ta- toe tapping, hmm. um, melody. Okay. And but the but the the words of the song are heavy, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to do that on purpose because I felt like the heaviness of the words mm-hmm. needed to be juxtaposed, you know, with something a little bit more upbeat. And as a result, we have a lot of children who love this song have no idea what I'm talking about, but these kids are singing and humming the tune at home. I've gotten um, uh, calls, emails from parents. Saying my, my my daughter, my son, my twins, they love your song. And they're singing, Daddy, Laddie, tickle me again. Because that's the chorus. Mm-hmm. They have no idea that, you know, in the song, I'm really talking about kind of overcoming some of the pain with forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And that's a very, very important point. Do you uh, give lectures to children about children who have been abused to, to share with them how you have overcome uh, your situation because you, when you talk about forgiveness mm-hmm. forgiveness is so heavy and so good mm-hmm. and it's so mm-hmm. uplif- uplifting yeah forgiveness is forgiveness is for you you know it's it's not just for the perpetrator um, it's also for you to be free and um, to answer your question yes I've actually been invited to schools um, I've spoken at one particular school in New Jersey um, I've gone back at least three times to talk about my experience, uh, to talk about my writing process and how uh, my life informs the writing and my experiences inform what I'm communicating and how I'm performing the music. And also to share with middle school students um, the pitfalls, the everything that I've gone through, not just in my not just within my family structure, but also at school, you know, whether it's bullying or, Um, being singled out because I was smart. Um, There's a lot of different forms of intimidation that can take place in a kid's life. It's not just at home, but it could be even outside of the home. So they're constantly facing challenges. And I do, I love to um, speak, and I love to do that more, actually, to go and talk more with young people about my experiences and encourage them. And and then do you also sing? I sing, of course, of (laughs) course. One, a good friend of mine is a teacher uh, at a middle school in, in, in central New Jersey, and he definitely won't let me leave unless I'm doing a mini concert <laughs> for the kids. So, yeah, and they're, they're one of the best audiences. Have you thought about a um, children's picture book dealing yeah. with this, this topic and the song? Well, Daryl, I think it's a great idea. And um, I have thought about writing. And actually, um, part of what I do professionally, in addition to music, is I support uh, startups and new emerging brands. And actually, my best friend is a children's author. And she and I have been talking about collaborating on some things. Um, and, I, and my husband as well. He's also writing uh, several children's books at, at the moment and getting ready to publish them. 
And I'd love to do that. I never thought about a picture book dealing with the situation. I think it's a great idea. You know, with um, the technology that we have now, with a smart TV, right? Um, you know, the kids can get the book on the on the TV exactly with the music and, and everything. That's true. But educational as well. Okay. I'm I'm in, I'm in publishing. You, yeah, so this sounds great. I like <laughs> I'm loving this idea. <laughs> So, uh, did you want to play a little bit of Daddy Laddie, or did you want to start to talk about your new EP that's coming out, which is called Trans Music? Yes, it is. And I think um, just to satisfy the curiosity of some of the listeners, we'll play a little bit of Daddy Laddie. Little, okay, all right. Just a little bit, and then so, we'll move on to the next one. So I'm being naughty, because I <laughs> It's okay. Let's get this going up here. Growing up, um, you know, I've spoken about some of the negative things, you know, in my household um, that occurred, but I can't speak on that without talking about the wonderful mm -hmm. cultural elements of, you know, how I grew up. Mm -hmm. My parents exposed me to all kinds of music, um, to rich culture, and um, and and I've also um, been loved significantly by uh, my my family. You know, there's so much love, which is why I'm, I've ended up the way that I've ended up because where there were deficits, somebody else filled in the gaps. And so for me, um, musically, um, I, I love all kinds of music, but I love to travel. And right around the time that I was writing this song, I think I was dreaming to go to Ireland. And we, we, my husband and I were able to make that dream come true and visit and just kind of take in um, the influences there, the green, you know, everybody talks about. And I wanted that to really come forth in the, in the music. Wow, it certainly did. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Miss April Peters, the multi-talented entertainer, as our in-studio guests. So, April, let's talk about trans music. Mm -hmm. Interesting title for an LP. Tell us more about that. So, it's spelled T-R-A-N-S, as in Sam, um, meaning more so transformation, being, being transformed, being changed, metamorphosis. Um, and trans music, T-R-A-N-C-E, is a well-known genre of music, kind of hypnotic and um, what you might hear uh, in Europe and, and also here in the, in the United States. But I wanted to kind of bring it with a twist. And so trans music for me is um, the, I don't want to say the opposite, but it's going in a new direction. Um, a, a, not away from the first album, but another level. 
um, wanting to encourage people. I, I had a couple people say to me, no more tears. <laughs> you know, I want to dance now. And so that's what this, this album is really about, uh, making you dance, but making you think. Because I can't get away from that as a writer. I'm still a songwriter at heart. So even with the dance track, um, the words and the lyrics are of the utmost importance to me. Wonderful, wonderful. So let's talk about, you know, you have shown leadership in so many different ways. I was mm -hmm. very impressed in regards to your trip to West Africa mm -hmm. and your wanting to reach out to the citizens of Liberia who were scarred, as you say, by the, mm -hmm. the civil wars. And you did a tour, you were in a radio show. How, what, how did that all happen? You just decided I'm going to go to West Africa <laughs> to do this? I was invited. Um, my uncle is a, a very strong leader in uh, the area of Philadelphia, in the um, city of Philadelphia. And he was taking a delegation to Liberia for a leadership and educational mission. And he asked me if I would like to go. And um, this, this uncle, um, Paul is his name, he is also a surrogate father for me as well. And I felt it would be a great opportunity to serve with him and alongside him. And uh, inadvertently, unbeknownst to me, I had no idea this was going to happen. The day that we arrive, he announces that he's going to be going to the radio station to talk about why we're there. And he's bringing only a couple of people. And I was one of those people. And um, I was not prepared, uh, so to speak, for what was to come after that, where the host of, this, of the radio station um, on the air asked me what my message was going to be to the young people of Liberia. And although I was not prepared for the question, I was prepared for the question um, because I had just been reading the day before, the night before, and came across um, a quote um, of hope that inspired me. And I knew that um, this proverb, this quote of hope, it was a story, something that I read that communicated that their days uh, the negative days, everything that they had experienced before, it was not the end for them and that there, were, there was more to come. And also through the song, um, Opportunity for Love, in my first album, that I was able to share with them this message of forgiveness, even in or after this, the effects of civil war, something so devastating, forgiveness can be so powerful, you know, and heal their wounds. And that's really what my message was to them. And how, how long were you there in West Africa? We were there for approximately, I want to say, um, between nine and ten days. And um, I subsequently went on, I believe, two more radio shows um, in addition to performing live uh, for one of those shows and just continuing to share that message of, you know, there being an opportunity for love for the people wonderful, there. Wonderful, mm -hmm. Now, just want to make sure that folks can buy your album on iTunes, is that correct? Yes, if they look up my name, April Peters, and uh, the first album, again, is called Early Bloomer, and my new single, Turn It Up, um, for all of you uh, who love, I, mean, I don't want to do it, you know how they do a sounds like, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but if you love to move, you love to dance, and you love kind of this R&B uh, pop crossover, that's what you're going to get with this song. Um, you can find all of that on iTunes. Okay. Now, what is Turn It Up all about? <laughs> well, <laughs> Turn It Up is, um, you know, it, it's so popular. Everybody's hearing it and saying it. We're going to turn up, turn up. Um, turn It Up, what it's about is just as important as what it's not about. And Turn It Up, what it's not about. It's not about excessive um, 
abuse of alcohol or drugs. It's not about abuse of alcohol or drugs. It's not about sobering oneself to be um, someone else. It's really about living boldly, being courageous, being sober, awake, aware, and not turning yourself down, who you are, for anyone who may be intimidated or who may feel that you're just too much. And growing up, I always heard, oh, you know, oh, you're, you're too this, you're too tall, you're too smart, you're too this, whatever it would be. And um, you start to shrink. You know, if you keep hearing it enough, you find yourself dimming that light that you have because you want people to feel accommodated. And I realized like so many kids are feeling that, not just kids, but adults. Unfortunately, we don't somehow magically become confident selves just because we turn 21, you know, or 30 or 40 for that matter. Um, we have to kind of own it. And um, it takes a process. And I wanted to share that with people that, you know, no matter what age you are, this is a this is a time for us to be who we're called to be and who we are meant to be. Very nice. Can we hear a little bit of that? You certainly oh, can. Right. You certainly okay. can. Let's get that up for you guys. And that is currently that out that new EP has been released. That single is released and available on iTunes. Yes, okay. it is. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Turn it up. she had sickle cell anemia and she passed away from complications due to sickle cell and um, thank you and um, you know she lived quite a long life for someone of her generation um, who's expected to pass away in their 20s she lived to 46 uh, with healthy eating and healthy living and lots of drink lots of water and cauliflower and broccoli 
And um, so for me, that's what this is really, um, this new step, my future, really includes talking about sickle cell, making people more aware. Um, as you probably know, sickle cell anemia, it affects a, a majority of African-Americans, minorities. Um, and as a result, I think sometimes it does not, it, it kind of flies under the radar, doesn't get the attention. And a lot of people don't realize the pain that people with sickle cell experience on a daily basis. They have no idea this kind of daily pain. I think there are other um, also horrible diseases that get more attention, but this one unfortunately um, flies under the radar. And I wanna bring that out a little bit more. I'm partnering with um, a gentleman by the name of Jimmy Oligari. He's also um, suffering from sickle cell. And um, he's actually doing an event uh, coming up in November that will, um, that will be a pop-up shop, a Geek Supply pop-up shop at Center Stage Cuts in Newark, New Jersey. 10% of the proceeds from his shop are going to go towards the Martin Center Sickle Cell Initiative. And I'm partnering with him on that. I'm gonna be performing. Oh, excellent. And what day is it? It's November 1st. It's a Saturday at Center Stage Cuts. It's on my website as well. Mm -hmm. And your website is? AprilPetersOnline.com. And so he and I are not just going to do that. We're also going to be partnering on future events as well to bring more awareness. In your opinion, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but I have a general sense in regards to the amount of research dollars that goes to sickle cell anemia. It, it almost seems to me that it's in the background. Mm -hmm. I agree. I do. I completely agree. And I know that... Um, I can speak to that as well as Jimmy, someone who um, in this generation is going through this, this disease, that it's not enough. And um, our community needs to be more mobilized around this effort. And I also, it really comes back to education. I think people just don't know. He and I had a conversation like, you guys don't know about the pain. It's a significant amount of pain that uh, patients are dealing with. And if we can bring that to the forefront and show the face of sickle cell, that all kinds of people in all different areas of industry are dealing with this every day and not complaining. Um, we can help them more. Wow, wow. And being that you're involved in many different things, you have a very, very uh, professional demeanor about yourself, but how would you describe your leadership style? Um, my style, uh, well, I hope that people who work with me have fun, but I think one of the things, um, that I put a, a strong emphasis on is teamwork, is collaboration. I'm a collaborative leader. Um, I, I think that some of my best ideas come when I'm collaborating with other people. Excellent, excellent. And from your perspective, what are the key traits that you like to see in a leader when you're working with someone? The ability to say you're wrong. <laughs> I think the, the, the greatest leaders that I've worked with have had the courage to do that and I only respect them more for it. Okay. All right. And um, as you are mentoring uh, young folks, mm -hmm. what advice would you give them in regards to training themselves to be a leader? Be open, be teachable and resist the resistance. Resist the resistance. Explain that. The resistance, us. the thing that 
that that audible voice, that thing that tells you no, that thing that pushes you back, that says you're not enough, um, those words, those thoughts, even maybe the people who are uh, discouraging you from accomplishing what you want to accomplish, resist the resistance. And a lot of, most of the time, the resistance is coming from within ourselves. Free will can be a bit of a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I know it? <laughs> um, we're, as you know, the time has flown by and mm -hmm. I've really enjoyed our time today. But what final thought would you like to leave with our audience about April Peters' music? Well, my final thought is visit my website, mm -hmm. aprilpetersonline.com. Uh, please join my mailing list and stay up to date with where I'm going and what I'm doing. Um, I know that as an artist, you know, if my art isn't seen or heard, it's just art. Uh, but it really becomes something and part of something if you listen. So I'm hoping that the audience will hear it, will enjoy it, and um, share it. Wonderful. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here with Miss April Peters, the multi-talented entertainer, as our in-studio guest today. April, thank you for your time today. Thank in. you. I really appreciate it. had a great time. This is Doral Gunter, your host for Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Remember, if you've missed any of these shows, you can go to iTunes U, look for Seton Hall, look for Leadership, and you'll see our collection of shows, including this one. Remember, leadership begins with you. Have a great weekend.